Welcome to Insights by OutsideX, a one-stop shop podcast for everything to know about the first year of the IPM batch at Tom's Nelson. Today with us, I have Mr. Ritwik Banaguru, who has been one of my dearest friends from the first batch itself. Uh, to give you a bit more introduction about him, he's been a football player, he's been a national level football player, he's played with FSI and we actually played a lot together in our first home year as well. Apart from that, he has been one of the members, founding members of the Placecom committee for the IPM batch in itself and has worked with the committee for a very long time. Again, he has been one of the members who I have personally worked with in my internship with Beth, which we're going to be talking about today. So that's going to give you a deeper insight into how the department functions. All right, so asking about essentially the organization in itself, uh, if you had to introduce Beth to the world outside, how would you do it? All right, great start, Ayush. Thanks for having me here. It's going to be a great start for us from right here. So talking about our uh, internship experience over here, so we actually went to the Bharatiya Agro Industries Foundation, also known as BEF, that initiated about 57 years ago. So they had their golden jubilee in the year 2016. Now, when we look at our experience from it, you know, we have this simplified version that gets created, you know, this NGO system or NGOs in general, from what you experience from the outside world or what you perceive, is quite drastic from what you experience over there, you know. Hmm. You have this outlook of, you know, they're, they're not going to have funding, they're not going to have maybe sufficient amount of workers also over hmm. there, and maybe rural setup, you know. You come in with this thought process, hmm. but then when you actually go there and you, you, you know, do the work over there, uh, meet the villages over there, the experience that you have is, is life-changing over there. Alright, so moving on. Uh, now we do know from the working of the place common itself, I've had a lot of conversations with you about this. Uh, we have had a number of hundreds of NGOs with us in the first round. We started whittling them down in round one, in round two, round three, ending up with like round four or five with a couple of NGOs depending on how many people are supposed to go there, what's the timeline, what kind of work will we be given, and what's the stay and accommodation portion that's going to be handled. So speaking completely from a place comp perspective and from a department perspective, how did you figure out what NGOs to reach out for, what NGOs to whittle down? Because it's going to be our first, you know, batch of 60 people that's going to be going out. Right, so round one started off with about 100 NGOs. Right. So we had, the Placecom was initially a five-member team hmm. and all five of us had individually taken up uh, a set of 20 to 25 NGOs ourselves and then we had to get down their information and stats of what they do, how they do it. Hmm. Now that the rounds went on and on because not every NGO is going to accept interns at this stage or right. they may not, they may have various factors that come hmm. into play over there. So in our final round, we ended, on, uh, ended up with about 17 NGOs hmm. and we had about 61 students in our class. Right. So uh, an average allocation of three to four students hmm. per NGO. Right. So that was the broad idea of how we came. But then to look out for NGOs, one is the work that they do, mm-hmm. one is the long-standing uh, tradition that they had Definitely. and the experience that they have in that field. So those were one of the key factors that were taken up uh, during our meetings and, and how we reached out to them as well. Right, and like you told me before and as well, a lot, of, a lot of our professors had also, you know, been in constant contact with them and figured out their relations with these NGOs and figured out their work culture and then thought, you know, we can send our first batch out in the world. So now that I have had your, you know, official, uh, you know, answer for this, what is a more personal perspective that you thought and went, you know, this is the NGO I want to work for and, and I'm going to get four of my, you know, four of my other friends and come work for you all because this looks like a good place. Right. So first off, an NGO, when you look at it, you can have CSR activities, you can have educational activities, right. you can have agricultural activities or horticulture or poultry, and there are various sections that every NGO can go for. Right. But then when I looked at this NGO, uh, the thing that appealed to me is 
how diverse they are in india hmm. because obviously they have been in india uh, established by dr manibhai desai hmm. and uh, he had worked with gandhi ji also hmm. so you know that that uh, historical factor yeah. also comes into play that you have had this connection with gandhi ji also that time hmm. and then the work that they do is inherently influenced by his values and his culture right. so that's one of the key factors that also came in there perfect also going you know a bit deeper into it now uh, we have been in a situation where we have lived in metropolitans we've lived in cities and we have this whole perception of life as it is here now you know what was your experience from landing at the airport taking a 100 150 km journey from there and coming to a remote remote location in in the south of gujarat figuring out one small village and one small you know uh, port and, and one part essentially which give, which gives you an insight into a different culture a different world altogether as we saw what was your car journey from the airport to the you know institute like right so actually i'll give you a back story to this so we were supposed to go to bef pune bif pune right that is the headquarters so <laughs> what happened was the reporting officer in charge of south gujarat had mm. reached out to us after that based on his uh, his officers as also mentioned it just right. to him mm. so we ended up going to south gujarat and mm. now i have never been to surat for for saying yeah. so once i landed there surat airport drastically different from any of the previous airports i've been to mm. and then we have a 120 km journey from the airport mm. to the uh, village lachakadi that's mm. where our ngo was right and uh, i would say that barring all the jet lag barring any of the other factors that come into play that okay what am i going to do once i go there mm. it's just the journey was so refreshing because you went on this road trip where all you could see is like villages you could mm. see farms you could mm. see trees and all along the way right only thing it was slightly hot so mm. i wouldn't give it the credit that i want to give it to mm. but then <laughs> it it was it was quite an experience to go there right and i do remember the whole journey that we had taken i had flown come from railway station from there the whole the one car that they had sent for everybody that one journey from you know getting this you know this uh, i think chevrolet avera if you yeah. remember right. everything yeah. right, right. that that came and picked us up mm. and this one you know solitary journey of this one driver that we we knew for life that bhaiya was one of the you know people that we intricately related to because i ended up leaving in the middle as well for the paper presentation mm. so this one person that you know that was intricately involved in our internship life from the starting was you know one of the first people that we met from bath itself so uh, what was your first impression of you know your reporting officers like right so as soon as we reached campus day 1 we met our reporting officer mr abhishek pande who is the additional chief program executive of bisld south gujarat which is a uh, full form for uh bef institute for sustainable livelihood and development and we also met our senior project officer mr bhavin mehta right on day 1 once we went there you know uh, abhishek sir actually told us all four of you have your lunch get ready we're going on our first field trip it was instant impact yeah. once we reached there so when we got into this car as you said chevrolet tavera so all yeah. four of us and the two of us were sitting back facing each other because yeah. it's a slightly older model yeah and we didn't know what we were going to do there you know mm. we just went on this trip we went to the village chonda right there yep. we were in and around lachakadi mm. and what we witnessed was i don't have words to describe it because when you go in with this thought process of i don't know what i'm going to do once i go there because mm. it's going to be new for any one of right. us mm. 
the experiences that you have like you really don't have words to describe it and after a point we didn't know how much distance we took over <laughs> so actually the village was 60 kilometers away yeah. and we thought we actually went about 10 to 15 kilometers in and around the campus hmm. and by the time we came back to our campus it was dinner time all four of us were exhausted hmm. and we just wanted to hit the bed after that but then day 1 was real real nice uh, what was the work setting like at bef itself so bef uh, the historical factor about bef is wherever it goes it makes an impact in and around itself so the wadi model started off as a basic understanding you know it's not only to improve the farmers income like when we look at these models you come in with a thought process that you need to get more profit you need to get more revenue and that's it that's how you improve farmers lives but then mm-hmm. bef had this value system right from its start that you need to create this uh, value system amongst your family also in and around how you do your work how you earn more profit how you you know plant and uh, have the sustainable development that you create mm. for yourself only and for your family after that mm. so this wadi model also started with that so we had this comparison with the food for work program right, right that yeah. started out mm. there and bef actually renamed it as food for, uh, forest and food for work program right yeah that is one of the versions which they had so it essentially involves uh, a one acre land so you mm. have this one acre land and lachakadi being famous for its mango cultivation right. and its cashew nut cultivation mm. was one of the key crops that were ended up uh, mm. go- growing in the wadi yeah. models all right so uh, going deeper into the work setting of the ngo in itself i remember the first week that we were there we did some heavy you know uh, literature review when once we were there we looked at bef journals over there we looked at the previous work they've done and we also saw you know what they've tried to achieve as a you know a social change in itself like you said mm-hmm. bef is not just trying to work on agriculture it's bringing out a larger social change through you know its activities mm-hmm. might just be the you know fwp or the or, or the forest program in itself or you know might be you know awareness programs that went on because we while we were there there were at least three or four more you know programs that were held there so what was your experience regarding this whole multicultural situation that came into it right so uh, what happened was so we are first years when we go into this ngo we are still mm-hmm. considered as first years yeah. and the work that they do has been obviously uh, over the past few years they have had interns coming from their fourth year btech onwards mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that is one of the the baseline that they create you know you have to right. be fourth year or above or right. mba or phd any that you any uh, mm-hmm. other field that you have mm-hmm. so when we come in as first year interns uh, the the concept of what we know and what they know is mm-hmm. quite different you know so our first week as you said was a literature review so our reporting officer had mentioned this to us that mm-hmm. you need to start learning first yeah. because this is not going to be us teaching you this is not going to be us taking you everywhere you need to hit the ground running and for that you need to be ready so one week or a fortnight mm-hmm. we're going to give you that time and you need to go through they they had a brilliant library over there for an yeah. ngo and the office building also as well it was nicely organized also yeah so the library consisted of all their journals all their research papers mm-hmm. any other books published and mm-hmm. any other conferences that happened in and around that area also so this period of uh, about 10 days gave us a, a basic understanding and idea of how bef function right. how their models worked out historically right. how they've had uh, created this model and also helped the the surroundings the right. area which they uh, got Grow involved with yeah so right now we had six people on ground you know in bef lachakadi the first campus that we end up going it was you it was me it was chetas it was lalit nayar it was tanushka chatterjee and davishwada paidimari 
we were the six people that started off everything in that campus in itself and now remember abhishek sir coming to us and saying dekho char ka group to nahi banega because i am pretty sure one of the people will skip out on working right, right. so we thought to increase the number of you know the amount of responsibility you have why don't make it two groups uh, starting up with the three projects that came out you and i took up the you know the business model of a one acre land with four to five annual revenue uh, lalit and chetas ended up taking the apri business model that was not done in lashakadi beforehand so that gave them a new source of revenue in itself uh, which we also included in our business plan as well and then there was the trellis cultivation model and the creeper cultivation model that came in with the help of swetha and tanishka all right so now that the you know information heavy portion is slowly coming to an end we're going to go to an interactive session or a sort of a sort of a rapid fire session right. so we have a quest some questions coming up the first one would be to be answered just in one word or in one phrase if you will okay. so what comes to your mind when i say the name beth down to earth right and what the one word you use to ex- to describe your entire 45 day experience at beth just simplified right no winner in location that's that that's primarily rural right. you will not find a mcd you will not find a dominos you will not find any fast food joint that you might crave at the end of the night right. we would barely get couple of you know cokes and something like these from nearby village we used to we used to walk for a kilometer to get that but it was a fun walk i by anyway but uh, what about couple of experiences like we remember ordering food and actually going to get it for right. a couple we, we we paid a lot of money to a auto rickshaw guy right. to go drive us there so we can have some brownies and come back right. so what was that experience like for you right so thing is when you mentioned coke i didn't want to say right then but we had these two drinks one gs lemon and one tirupati lemon you know those two drinks were the drinks for us over Perfect. there hmm. chips packets 5 rupee packets okay you don't get 10 rupee packets when you come hmm. in like any other retail joint you go hmm. 10 rupee packets minimum we got 5 rupee packets there and we hoarded after that that one shop <laughs> got four guys every like every alternate day four guys just yeah. go to that shop buy like 20 packets guy the seller also <laughs> surprised over there like what are you doing exactly no one does that over there because and we went and directly bought a munch box box <laughs> right so that would bring us to the final moments of the podcast thanks for listening uh this brought you by the first year batch of ipm at nalsor which is not the second years unfortunately <laughs> but uh we're going to be back with more episodes we're going to be back with more people more invigorating stories more invigorating ngos and better life experiences this is your host ayush nigam signing off for now mm-hmm.